Ooh. What's up, Internet? My name is David Webb. I'm Arielle Edwards. We get nerdy nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. Yeah. That is right. Welcome back to a Monday edition of the Nightly Morning Show here from the couch in our apartment where we spend most of our days. Um, that is true. Yeah, this, this like spot in the couch is just like slowly like sinking closer and closer to the ground. Yeah, we're gonna have to like replace, we, 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 we're renting this apartment furnished, so we don't mm -hmm. own this couch. Mm -hmm. So we might have to replace the cushion <laughs> that we sit on. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, it's well used. <laughs> Good morning, Clarus. How are you doing? Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. The first weekend of the year has passed us. We, mm -hmm. we've survived. Yeah. Uh, it, it seems like fewer parts of the world are on fire this January than were last January, Yay. but it is early. Yeah. Um, so Knock let's keep our fingers crossed. Things. Let's, hey, let's not, let's not have any gender reveal parties this year. Let's, can we just, can we yeah, not can we blow up not? the woods? Can we just not? Thank you. That, that if, would be if, great. If you're gonna, if you're gonna do it, and don't do it, but if you're gonna do it, just like cut open a cake. Yeah. Don't blow up anything. Don't, yeah. Don't set off fireworks. Don't do smoke bombs. Remember like, when that just... was like the, that was the biggest problem in 2020? When we were like, oh God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Actually, wait, did the, did the, wait, did the gender bomb, did that happen after the pandemic started? Uh, I think so. I genuinely cannot remember I know, anymore. it's hard to, like, keep everything in order. It, yeah. It's just been so ridiculous. But this time last year, Australia was on fire, so yeah. less parts of the world are on fire. That is true. Mm -hmm. Um, a, a chaotic neutral goblin in our chat is saying public, uh, people are still saying fireworks in my neighborhood. Why? Y'all, it's the 4th of January. Yeah. It's not even, it's over. Yeah. Let's just, let's just don't. Thanks. We don't need it. We, we, we had ostensibly said that we were going to take the weekend off. Other than your stream on Saturday. Yes, we did say that. Mm-hmm. And what did we end up doing? Um. There's really one thing that we ended up doing. Well, we ended up working and playing Hades. Mostly playing Hades. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that's Hades true. is a very good game, y'all. Yeah, we it's have a It's really problem. good. We, um, so we have it on the computer, and we were sitting there, was it Saturday night? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was Saturday night, we were sitting there, and I was like, okay, how much is it to also get it for the Switch? Yeah. David was like, oh, it's like 20 bucks, and I was like, wait, really? So we bought a game that we already have, so we could both play it at the same time. Yes. Yes. We, technically, it's yeah. the first time we bought Hades. That's true. Because the true. first one was, a, we won. It was a gift. So, we won it, yes. So, so like, we, we've only bought Hades once. Yeah. But yeah, we now own the, we now own the Hades. Yes, we do. On uh, t two separate systems. Yep, on the so computer and the Switch. <laughs> I can sit in the chair and play on the computer, and Clarus can sit on the couch and play on the television. Yeah, exactly. And that's love. <laughs> <laughs> Man, How do you know? You're a nerd. Um, <laughs> guys, it's so fun. Like, I, I love this game. Yeah, it's good. It's good. We it's might have a video coming out talking about it later this week. And I will have a review up for it, actually, mm -hmm. later this week as well. So that is very exciting. 
Um, all right, y'all. Are you ready to get into some news? It's the news. Are you ready to get into some news? I am ready. Yeah? Yeah, mm -hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. All right. You didn't like that? No. You don't like just a soft face pet? No. Don't touch one my finger. makeup. Don't touch my makeup. Put a lot of work into it, okay? I'm very happy with it today, so just, yeah. Um, As always, on Mondays, we're, we're probably going to be talking about the weekend box office. I'm a big nerd for box office mm -hmm. numbers. I hope that y'all will indulge me for a few minutes of the show. Hey, it's, it's, it's our show. Math. We can do what we want. Um, Soul, the latest Disney Plus original movie in the States, which has been released in certain theatrical windows internationally, mm -hmm. is doing surprisingly well in China. Yeah. We talked about, uh, last week about how it had done $5.5 million initially mm -hmm. on its Chinese launch, mm -hmm. which was good considering it was in a lot fewer theaters than some other films, uh, on their opening weekend in the country. Yes. And it has gone on to, uh, we talked last week also about how it had great word of mouth there. People were really loving the movie. It was in the nines in, uh, all of the Chinese social trackers mm -hmm. and Seoul came back with a second weekend in China of over $13 million, more than doubling, almost tripling its opening weekend take, yep. which is very impressive and hard to do. Mm -hmm. um, it looks like this movie is really connecting with Chinese audiences in a way that we haven't really seen a Pixar movie do uh, outside of Coco. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, box office analysts are saying that there's a really good chance that Seoul will overtake The Incredibles 2 which is currently the number two Pixar movie in China at $54 million. Hmm. Um, wow, they think it's going to keep growing. Yeah, they, they think that it will. I mean, a growth like this, even if it were to start to taper off, it's still making money. Yeah. Um, it also, it probably won't pass Coco unless something miraculous happens. Coco was a runaway hit in yeah. China. Yeah. Um, like you wouldn't believe. Um, but, you know, we've seen Seoul. Yeah. If this makes sense. Oh, yeah. It's a great movie. Like, mm -hmm. it's it's beautiful. It's stunning. We would have loved to see it in theaters. Yeah. Um, truly. And, um, yeah. It's, you know, it, it, in a sense, it's kind of unfortunate that we had to watch it on this TV. Yeah. Um, but it was, um, yeah, it took my breath away in a lot of ways. Yeah. I was really impressed with the film. Um, I, I just, yeah, it, it's weird, right? It's weird that we're seeing these movies like this. Yeah. Because it's, I, I like, I, I like to see Pixar movies in IMAX. Not even just the regular, like, movie theaters. Like, I like to no. see them on, like, the best screens because yeah. they're always so beautifully made. Yeah. Um, I, I remember seeing Toy Story 4 in IMAX and just being like, like, put it on the largest thing you can find. I think I did that with Zootopia. Mm. When I, when I heard movie, about it. But. No, no, no. But that same, like, that, like, beautiful animation. Mm -hmm. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, I, I've heard it's, like, super detailed um, I want to, like, I just want to fully experience that. And yeah, it was worth it. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's some, there's some animated movies where I don't need them to be on that big screen because some, some studios animate with, um, a lot of visual noise mm -hmm. in a way that like gets a little bit like hard to watch. Mm -hmm. I find that Pixar's design aesthetic and Zootopia's too. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot those those animated films that have a cleaner design aesthetic 
where it's not hard to track what's going on on screen. Yeah. Um, is it's it's really wonderful to see in a big big theater. Yes. Especially just with the attention to detail that Pixar puts into the the even the edges of the frame. Like you want to be able to see the whole picture. Mm -hmm. And we were able to see the whole picture because it was on a small TV at home. Yeah. But um. Uh, it, 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 it honestly it, it detracted from the experience a little bit. I think I would have enjoyed the film more in a theater. Yep, absolutely. But I'm also like I'm a big proponent of like the theatrical experience. So mm -hmm. I don't know. That might just be partially my taste. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I I'm the same way. Uh, like I, I think, and maybe it's because that like theater experience is kind of special to me in the sense that you know like my family would go like mm -hmm. you know maybe like twice a year and it would be like for the Harry Potter movies or like for one like one other like big mm -hmm. thing and it was always such a big deal and you know my dad um my dad works with like home electronics like he he, he always made sure like that we had good TVs and good sound and stuff like that and I was really really lucky um, but there was still just nothing like that theatrical experience. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I miss it. I miss it a lot. I miss it as well. I'm, I'm wondering what the next movie we'll see in theaters is. Cause it, it all depends on when movie theaters open. Cause if they open soon, it might be Monster Hunter just to go see it. Oh God. Do, uh... I want to see it. I don't want to pay to see it. I mean, yeah. Maybe for like, hey, we're with Nerdy Nightly. Do you think they'll like let us see the movie? <laughs> not yet. We'll, we'll get there. Not we yet. will get there, yeah. but we're not there yet. Mm -hmm. um, on top of uh, the international take for Seoul, uh, Wonder Woman was also still in China, uh, but it has fallen. Uh, and I, I think it pulled in just uh, 1.2 million, I think, in the country, Oof. which is not great. Um, but Little Red Flower, a Chinese film, debuted to 116 million in China. So uh, the wow. the money potential is there. Yeah. So China. it's not it's not that like movies in general are not making money. It's that people are not going to see Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, and so it just looks like uh, and Chinese films typically do better in China. That's, yeah. That's, uh, other than some exceptions like Coco or Endgame, you know, some of those films. Mm -hmm. Um. I was about to say Star Wars, but I was like, oh no, wait, Star Wars does not do well in China. Not at all. Um, and it never has. Um, but domestically, Wonder Woman 1984 has fallen 67% to its second weekend gross of 5.5 million. Mm -hmm. um, 67 is very high. We were talking about how uh, Monster Hunter dropping 48% last week was not bad at all. Yeah. But a 67% drop is actually pretty steep. Yeah. Um, it uh, In, in non-COVID times, that would be an indication that the uh, interest is not there for the film. Yes. Obviously, because of COVID, who knows why this is? Well, I'm sure they're going to spin it in a way that makes them look best. You know, oh, it's yeah. because of COVID. It's not because of the movie. 100%. But I think it might be because of the movie. Well, yeah, and it's tough, right? The... the Rotten Tomatoes score is still falling, uh, so it's now at sixty percent. If it were to drop one more percentage point, mm -hmm. um, the then Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four would actually be considered rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's still fresh as long as uh, the as long as no more reviews come in. Yeah. Um, but who knows what's going to happen with that? Mm -hmm. um, that could literally be dropping like as we speak. Yeah. Um, but uh, one of the one of the good news of the American box office is Crudes, a new age, pulled in another two point one eight million dollars, mm -hmm. uh, which is a good sign for family film to be doing well, hanging in there. Crudes has passed a hundred million internationally. Mm -hmm. There are not a lot of Hollywood films that have done that this year, so Crudes two doing that is a uh, is is 
really is is really wonderful. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the weird things I wanted to mention in uh, this uh, week's box office, News of the World came in third, only dropping 25% from last week. Nice. Um, but Monster Hunter mm -hmm. grew. Monster Hunter pulled in $1.25 million this weekend and grew 11% from its last weekend take. Which I, and I, like, hear me out on this, because this might sound insane, but I think that people didn't go see Monster Hunter last weekend, because the people who were willing to go to a theater saw Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. They told people maybe they didn't like it. Wonder Woman dropped a lot, but Monster Hunter grew, which tells me that people want to see an action franchise on the big screen. And I think that the word of mouth around Wonder Woman might have boosted Monster Hunter. But the thing is, the word of mouth about Monster Hunter was also bad. Yeah, but no one's heard it. The word of mouth about Monster Hunter was never trending. Uh, it getting taken down wasn't trending? No, the, that the, the majority of people don't care what happens to the Chinese box office. Okay. Because it wasn't taken down in America. It was taken down in China. And, like, yeah. we talked about that on the show because I'm a nerd. But... Yeah. Or, you know, like, maybe, like... I, Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Maybe it's one of those things where, like, I have to go see how bad it is. Possible. I mean, that's why I want to go. I know. <laughs> that's what I mean. My my community of people. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the how did this get made audience is yes. ready for this movie. No, I just, I find it really interesting. The movie is not well received. It does mm -hmm. not have good reviews. And it grew 11% in its fourth weekend in release. Like, it's yeah. Earth. Yeah, I think it's fourth weekend release. How many weekends has it been? Uh, well, it came out earlier in China than it did Sorry, here. third weekend in release. Mm -hmm. So in its third weekend, it grew 11% over its second weekend. Is a very odd... It, that doesn't happen very often. No. Outside of um, things like uh, Soul in China or um, The Greatest Showman. The Greatest Showman oh. was a weird movie that ended up... Yeah, The Greatest Showman's opening weekend was only $8.8 .8 million. And it grew and grew and grew and... Um, huh. There's a, there's a thing in the film industry called the multiplier. So when a movie comes out, you want... Uh, typically, movies make between two and a half to three times their opening weekend is, is kind of conventional wisdom, right? Mm -hmm. So if you have like $100 million opening weekend, you're probably going to end up with like 250 to $300 million. This isn't a perfect thing. Yeah, this yeah. isn't all the time. Um, but typically, what you want is two, to, two and a half to three times. Gotcha. Um, because that means you had good legs, you made money after opening weekend. Yeah. The Greatest Showman's multiplier was like 12, was like a 12 and a half. Because it opened so low and then it kept gaining steam. And then they started to do the sing-along movie showings of it. Oh, And so it wow. ended up making like over $100 million in the United States and ended up actually doing really well. Um, wow. But it just had a terrible opening weekend. I still have to see that. So it's alright. I've right. it. heard like I've heard like people love it for the music. And I've heard some the of the songs good. that I like. The, the the music's good and the dance sequences are great. The story's all untrue. Yeah, I know. It's all fiction. <laughs> and so it's just like tough. Yeah. 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 Uh it's it's tough to Yeah. Yeah, yeah. alright, that's fair. I don't know. I, I I would like to I don't know, I might like throw it on once just to like have the track in the background. I saw it opening day. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Just no. for Hugh Jackman. He's my favorite. I know. I Weirdo. adore him. Why? <laughs> Hugh Jackman's great. You and I have had this talk. I'm just saying, the 2004 Tony performance is one of the great, single greatest performances by any human. 
to be the host of the Tonys, mm-hmm. to be that good in the opening number, then to also be that good in the number from the show that he starred in, and also to win the Tony Award that year, perfection. Here's the thing. My, the, my first time seeing him in a musical was Les Mis, the movie, and that just kind of leaves a bad taste That's in That's not fair. I know, but I've seen him since, and I just, I'm like, oh, he's, he's good. He's brilliant. And okay. gosh, do I wish that... It, that 2020 had gone normally and at some point in the last month I had been sitting in the theater watching him and Sutton Foster sing at each other. I'm sorry. Could you imagine how different our lives would have been? Mm-hmm. No, actually I can't now. I, I know I can't. It's gotten to the point where we're like too far in that like I cannot imagine like we would be in New York. I don't know that we would be. I think we'd still have ended up in Canada. Um, you think so? Because you wouldn't have been able happen? to work. We would have ended up in the same problem. Yeah, um, Gillian true. liked the Les movie. I'm glad you did. I'm happy for anyone who can like anything that, you know. Yeah, you know what? All the power to you. Mm-hmm. I hate it. There's parts of it I like. Sure. I like um, the uh, the way they staged One Day More worked for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Aaron Tibet is fucking gold. Like, he, uh, he's great. Swearing on the morning show, all right. Sorry. I great. got very excited, mm-hmm. um, apparently. Um, yeah, he's great. And that's, that's, that's about the extent of what I liked about it. Other than some of the visuals. Some of the visuals and, yeah, how they shot things were great. But, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, that came out, that was a Christmas movie, right? Les Mis? Yeah, like five or six years ago? Four or five years ago. Okay. Somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. Something like that. I don't know. (laughs) I don't remember. I, that was the first time I've ever seen a movie on Christmas Day. Um, Chaotic Neutral Goblin is getting very thirsty for intubate in our chat. Um, <laughs> sorry to call you out like that. Hey, uh, you know what? Fair. <laughs> I feel you. <ya. laughs> uh, <laughs> I rode an elevator one time with him and Derek Kalena, and I was just standing in this elevator on like, 46th Street like, God, I am not a very attractive human. This is, this okay, is unfortunate. But, but you can't, like, like, you can't compare yourself. To like the point zero 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 one percent. I know, but like... we were all going in for the same role. <laughs> like right. we were all there for the same audition, and right. I was just looking at them like, God, I really hope they're looking for like the unattractive <laughs> version of this character. Um. um, ooh, uh, um <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you're very handsome. Yeah, I don't know how I got a time slot for that audition. It was very wild. Hey. I. I you know what? Now did you I got... get it? Fanta, I promise you, I did not. But but now you get to say that you've ridden an elevator with Aaron Tveit. Yeah, but it's New York. Like, I've ridden an elevator with a lot of people. Okay. But you're like, well, the... well okay, whatever. <laughs> no, you're just in elevators in Midtown, and you're like, is that Jonathan Galecki from The Big Bang Theory? And then you're like, oh yeah, it is. You're like, oh yeah, okay, he, cool. Also, Jonathan Galecki from The Big Bang Theory, with no glasses and without his hair pushed back. Looks like a completely different human. I, I can I can picture that. It's super weird. That guy from um, uh, Umbrella Academy I've seen a few times in Toronto. Umbrella Academy, which yeah, one? Yeah, the tall blonde. Tall blonde, the one who's shaved on the show. I don't. I've never seen the show. Ah, uh, okay. I've only seen like a picture, and I know that he's Tom on. Cooper. I believe is his name. He's going to be in the Resident Evil prequel movie that just finished filming last week. Oh, dope. Talked about that on the show. He's going to be the new Wexler. I think he's in Merlin. What? I think. Very excited. Don't quote me on Y'all, that. Y'all, let's talk about more news instead sorry. of just rambling on. I'm um, sorry. That's my bad. <laughs> um, all right. 
in the most exciting news of the day, which maybe should have been the top story. I messed up. Um, Tamuera Morrison, who we all, uh, if this is kind of a spoiler for Mandalorian a little bit, but we can't get around that. So Tamara Morrison is back as Boba Fett in the Mandalorian. Yes. I feel like it's been long enough now. Yes. They've announced that he has his own show. Yes. Um, so Tamara Morrison is going to be in the Obi-Wan, the, the Boba Fett show, mm-hmm. but he is flying out to be Commander Cody from the Clone Wars and from the role that he played on uh, in a, uh, uh, Revenge of the Sith mm-hmm. in the Obi-Wan Kenobi TV show. So, Tamara Morrison is going to be in Mandalorian Season 3, uh-huh. The Book of Boba Fett, and Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's going to be like the crossover actor in all of this stuff. And I cannot believe how excited I am that we're going wow. to get to see him play Cody again. Wow, that's, he's going to be a busy boy. He's going to be a very busy boy. Now, we don't know yet when this is going to take place. Mm-hmm. We do know that there are going to be sections of the, or we, there are rumors, I should say, mm-hmm. that sections of the Obi-Wan Kenobi show are going to take place in the Clone Wars time period, that there will be flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so whether or not he's going to be playing a um, de-aged version of himself mm-hmm. as Commander Cody in the Clone Wars, or if he's going to be playing Cody in the timeline, we have not, we've seen Rex during the timeline between mm-hmm. Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, but as far as I'm aware, we have not yet seen Cody, so I'm very excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, part of this news is that Obi-Wan Kenobi began filming today. It did, yeah. That that that, that was Apparently. like everywhere. That was all over yeah. Twitter yesterday. So, y'all, it's happening. The thing. It is. The thing. It's happening. It's happening. Mm-hmm. It's happening. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. I'm not you gonna and, lie. That'll Ewan be... McGregor, if he's any just, man can get it, he's just delightful. Ewan McGregor can get delightful. it. Delightful. He was so good in Angels and Demons. I like. I know that's like a random thing to like reference him in, but he just he like he's so good at everything, whatever he does. What? There's something going on in our chat that I don't understand. But. Oh, um, the guy from Umbrella Academy. Tom Hooper. Yes, was in um, Game of Thrones. Who was he in Game of Thrones? He was Dickon Tarly. He was Samuel Tarly's oh, brother. Oh, yes, that's right. Which is why right. he's called Fireboy. If, if you know, right. you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dickon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow, unrecognizable in that, but really good. Yeah. Really yeah. good. He, yeah, so he is in Merlin. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dope. You're what a career that guy's having. I know. Is he Galahad? No. No, he's not. <laughs> I just, I, one day I want to play Galahad in something. Just to say I played Galahad. I like saying like, Galahad. Um, it's just because I like the word. Monty Python musical? Monty Python. No, I'm Lancelot in that. <laughs> it, here's the problem with me and musicals. We are out of Spoiler Territory, Kate. Yes. Um, here's the problem with me and musicals. You can't cast me in anything where there is a character who has to be the big, strong man. Like the boisterous one? Yeah, because you can't... You can't... Like, you are... you're not going to find someone... Like, I can't be in Beauty and the Beast unless I'm the Beaster guest on. Because mm-hmm. you literally can't find someone larger than me on stage to be guest on. Yeah. And um, and I, that's not me like, bragging. I'm just, I'm 6'4". Unless it's <laughs> like, like the mountain. Right, 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 right. But um, then that's about it. Like, But that's my point. Like, you, I can't, if I'm in the show, right, you, you, you have to find a mountain who's 6'8". Yeah. Or I have to be the mountain. Yeah. You, there's no, like... Yeah. You are very tall. Very yeah. tall boy. Yeah, <laughs> and and it's it's just more noticeable on stage. Um, oh, for sure. 
Hundred percent. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, especially with the hair, just everything, you know. With this hair. Yeah. This with that hair. Mop of. It gives you like an extra two inches. Yeah. You're actually six six. Yeah, it's wild, and it's only gonna keep getting bigger. Uh, it's gonna be. Good. And it also might be funny color soon. Should we announce that? I mean, yeah. Is it time, y'all? Okay, so we have we. I I had a fun thought for um our goals for the month. We don't have a sub goal for January yet for this channel. And so here's what we're going to do. If we hit 150 subs by January, by February 7th, 7th. we said? Yeah. So if we hit 150 subs by February 7th, which is more than a month, which mm -hmm. is not good because we're already at five. Um, I'm going to, on on Valentine's Day. On stream. Uh, Clarice is going to dye my hair bright pink on stream in honor of my Pokemon character. Um, and so I will have a pink afro. Yeah. It's going to be majestic. I mm -hmm. hope that we meet this goal because I am, I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. It's great. So yeah, we're not going to cut the hair, Dark Dispatch. We're just no. going to dye it yeah. as at its length, yeah. whatever it is six weeks from now. <laughs> yes. Whatever length it is, whatever height it has gained is going to be bright pink if we hit our goals. So yeah, that'll be fun. I'm very excited for that. Am I excited? Am I excited for that? Yeah. Yeah, you are. Um, yeah, you Chaotic are. Neutral Goblin says that I remind her of David Harbour and Gatton Matarazzo. I've, ever since season one, Goblin, I've been calling myself Grown Up Dustin. Yeah. Like, I am Grown Up Dustin. Yeah. This is what Dustin grows up to be. Literally. As an adult. Literally. <laughs> wearing his Gremlin shirt. Like... I'm even wearing retro gremlin shirt i'm literally what dustin grows up into yeah that 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 is real oh my god that's that is absolutely real hey i already knew this about myself i don't know yeah. why that, i don't you know, know why the information hurts yeah hurts. why I'm, I'm not mad at that um dr dispatch asks if i'll have to bleach my hair first no david so david's hair is light enough that we'll get um we'll get a semi or demi and i'll apply it and it won't it won't last crazy long especially if we don't like well actually you don't wash your hair so it might actually like last a while um <laughs> the way you said that makes it sound weird but it's not weird i just no, don't wash my hair it, he just has his hair just ha is clean i don't know it's weird i mean here's the thing i've been working up towards like closer to that point i only wash my hair like once every like two weeks now Mm -hmm. Um, because you can, like, if you've never washed your hair through your whole life, you're, that's what your body's used to. Mm -hmm. Um, but if we get, like, a hot, like, we're going, like, hot pink. Yeah, it's gonna we're, be it, We're going, audacious. like, hot, like, vibrant, vibrant pink. So we shouldn't need to bleach it at all for the, for it to show up. Um, yeah. yeah. It's gonna be great. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be something. It's definitely gonna be something. Uh, Are you? I can't wait. I, are you excited for the Obi-Wan Kenobi TV show? Oh, yes. Is that something that you want to watch? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 100%. Like, any, I'll watch anything with Ewan McGregor in it, and that's then fair. you, like, that's add fair. Star Wars, and I'm like, yes. Are there any of the Star Wars shows that they've announced that you're not excited for? Aside from the Acolyte, because we just have no idea what it is yet, I have but. no idea what that one is. But that's, that, that's what I'm saying aside from that one, because th that one's probably two years away, so... What were the shows that we got? We got Kenobi. The Rangers of the New Republic. Rangers of the New Republic. I don't know. Ahsoka. Ahsoka. I'm excited for. Okay. Uh, Boba Fett. Yep. Uh, Mandalorian season three. Yeah. Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was like, there was one. Droid that... story. 
That one, that one, that one even I'm like, I need to see a trailer first. Yeah, that I'm like me. Yeah. So there's like two out of like the, what, seven? Yeah. Yeah, two And you will seven. watch them, because I will make you, but... Uh-huh. What? Marriage? <laughs> that's, that's how this works. All right, y'all, in the best news of the day, not the best news of the day, but very good news. I'm joking, but it's good news. The Suicide Squad will be rated R, which, thank Shocking. God... Shocking. Well, but I was nervous that DC would be like, no, 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 try and make it PG-13. And James Gunn would be like... Absolutely mm-hmm. not. No. This movie has to be R. It's going to be R. And... It's, like, impossible to be anything else. I Well, and I also think, like, here's the thing. Now that the Joker has made a billion dollars as an R-rated film, mm-hmm. the, the, there's no ceiling there now. Yeah. You don't, like, the cap for DC... DC learned the lesson. Like, you can make an R-rated movie and make a billion dollars. Yeah. And I think it's important for this movie to be R because mm-hmm. if it's a Suicide Squad, it needs to be bloody. And the fact that Suicide Squad, not the Suicide Squad, which is this movie, but Suicide Squad, the other one. So I crazy. hate that. Please, please stop doing this, DC. Um, <laughs> the um, Suicide Squad, not putting the the in front of it, anyway, um, was rated PG-13 and it looked like crap. Yeah. Like, just because, like, it's Suicide Squad and there's no blood, there was no anything. It was just so, like, and, like, they were fighting blobs. Like, they were literally flight fighting, like, the, like, um, from Power Rangers, whatever the, oh, God, I can't remember what they're called. Gelatinous cubes from, <laughs> um, from Dungeons and Dragons? Essentially, yeah. But, and, and it, it was just unfortunate because, you know, the... The, the things about Suicide Squad that really worked for me were the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, really like the team that they assembled and the actors playing that team. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's a good it's a good casting. It's just that the rest of the film doesn't really work. And I think that the rating has to be a lot... Uh, has a lot to do with that. Yeah. I think that David Ayer is an incredible director. I think that David Ayer makes really good movies. I think Fury is, like, one of my favorite war films ever made. Um, but... You know, he was put into a box making um, Suicide Squad that just, it's, I, I, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it, it, that's a, that's like a really tough ask. Yeah. I feel like we should like, I feel like we should, we should nickname, like, the Suicide Squad should just be like TSS. TSS. <laughs> and then Suicide TSS Squad. TSS Elliot. Just to avoid, <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> just to avoid, uh... <laughs> Confusion. Are you guys seeing that new movie TSS Elliot? And people are like, "What are you talking what? about?" Um. TSS Elliot, the Suicide Squad, Elliot. I would love if a movie like Suicide Squad just had like a non-title as its title, like if it was literally like the Suicide Squad colon Elliot, and that never plays into the movie. They just do it as a joke. People would be so confused. Yeah, but that's why it's funny. Okay. Um, but yeah, we're very excited to see the Suicide Squad, and I'm very excited for that movie. Uh, Gillian in the chat is saying, uh, that they're interested in seeing Peter Capaldi as the thinker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, mm, enjoy the brief moments that that character is in this movie. <laughs> He's dead. He's dead almost instantly. Th- there's, n- there's no way he makes it through this film at all. Okay. If you say so. Here, 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 so here's the thing about the Suicide Squad. I'm assuming half the characters are going to die. I'm assuming about eight characters are going to die in the first five minutes. What? Because the, there's too many people in this movie, right? So what they're right. going to do is they're going to have two squads. 
Mm-hmm. Squad A is going to be the opening sequence squad mm-hmm. where they're going to kill off everyone except Harley Quinn so that you understand the stakes of the movie. Right. Um, it's going to be like in Deadpool 2 when they have the team that all mm-hmm. dies. Right. Yes, yes, yes. It's going to be the exact same thing because mm-hmm. this is how Suicide Squad functions. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling Peter Capaldi is going to be one of the ones who gets... Uh, he's either going to get a glorious death or he's going to be like behind the scenes and he's not going to be in the movie much because he's going to be like... The one on the phone. Right, right. But the thinker okay. just the thinker isn't a very like physically capable character, mm-hmm. so he's not gonna be in the like, yeah, you know, um, in the moment to moment fighting sequences. Well, that yeah, that makes sense. Um, I'm I'm very excited. I I want to do like a betting pool on who's who's how long people are gonna make it in Suicide Squad. I need to find a bunch of Suicide Squad nerds who will do that with me. We'll do it on the morning show. We'll do it on the morning show. I don't think we can gamble on Twitch. I think that's actually illegal. No, you're right. We can't do yeah. that. <laughs> Just kidding. How do they handle poker? Can you play poker on Twitch? I don't know. Because that is gambling. I have no idea. Yeah. Dark Dispatch in the chat wanted to ask how many raid downloads you got. Um. All right. Here's the thing, y'all. I did want to talk about this at the end of the show. We're not quite at the end of the show yet, but we're getting there. So I think it's a good time to say thank you so much. Uh, 21 people downloaded Raid Shadow Legends for us. Um, mm-hmm. And so we're going to make a little bit of money. And mm-hmm. uh, there is a there is a sentiment that I find online that I find really odd. Because there are people who seem to get down on people when they accept a sponsorship like Raid. Mm-hmm. Or down on Raid for sponsoring so many people. Mm-hmm. And to you, I say, look, we're trying to make this work. <laughs> And companies like Raid Shadow Legends help with that. Yeah. And so as a content creator, having a company reach out and be like, hey, we're going to be um, able to give you some money if Mm -hmm. you sponsor our thing. Uh, Thank you for the biddies, Dill Pickle. Thank you, Dill. Never say sorry for biddies, Dill Pickle. (laughs) Um, We're willing to give you money for your internet presence. You know what I mean? And the fact that a company reached out and was able to do that for us, especially coming out of Christmas and, like, the cost of the holidays and stuff, um, was really beneficial to us. And so I just want to say to the 21 of you who downloaded the game, who played the tutorial for us, uh, a huge, Mm -hmm. huge, huge thank you. Um, It goes goes a long way for us Mm -hmm. as far as keeping this going, the morning show, all of that stuff. Yeah. you know, it's it's right up there with you know what our patrons do for us. Yeah. Um, keeping everything going, it it really you have no idea how helpful it is. Yeah. 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 It's it's one of like we, we um we appreciate the support from you guys no matter what form it's in. A hundred percent. Yeah. It, like you know, biddies, subs, amazing, lurking, amazing, chatting, interacting. It like it all means so much to us. Mm-hmm. Um. So the fact that you took the time to download. And play through 10 minutes. Um, just just know that it helped us a lot. Yeah. So thank you. Also, um, I, I'm glad we did not get to 30 because I don't have to dance naked on the internet now. Yay! So, <laughs> Until you that. make that the next goal. Until eventually, yeah, maybe I'll do that. Uh, we'll try, we'll find another goal next Christmas. Oh, I'm sure. Um, for I'm sure. And we'll try, eventually I will do the Love Actually scene, but not this year. No. We didn't get there this year. Yeah, next time. All right. Um, before we get into a last story of the day, I did want to throw out really quickly um, that uh, our our thoughts and our um, our vibes uh, we're sending them towards Larry King right now, who is eighty seven and currently in the hospital with COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Larry King for me was uh, a big um, 
you know, he's a titan of the talk show kind of industry, yeah. radio shows, you know, a, um, a pioneer in that space and someone who, when I think about doing the morning show or my old podcasts, um, was definitely an inspiration towards, you know, how to handle that, how to have, you know, integrity in that. Yeah. Uh, and so for Larry King, I just want to say a huge, uh, we hope that you get well soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're thinking about you. There's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people out there who are, um, thinking about you and want you to get better. So yeah, get on that. Yeah. We don't actually have any other news. Oh, that was I it. I thought there was another story, but I don't have anything in my iPad. So I'm not going to start Googling things now. God, no. No, we, we, we did a show. We did a dang show. Yo. Yeah. It's going to be a bit of a slow week, guys, just because, you know, all the PR firms are mm-hmm. on their holiday breaks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's you know, we're going we're gonna to power through this week and come back next week. And before the end of the of show, news. Claris... God damn it. Makes up the news. Did you forget until Kate said something? Yeah. Kate. <laughs> I blame you. <laughs> no, I'm not prepared. You're never prepared. That's what's so fun about this segment. I know. I have to start preparing. Like, I'm going to keep, like, a journal of just, like, random thoughts that, like, come to my mind. You are not going to remember any of those thoughts once I say it on the show. No, but like if I go, I keep Clarice it, makes up the news, and then your mind goes blank. But then if if I keep it here, I can just like oh, I'm not gonna. To I'm will never allow that. God damn it! Oh no! Um, <laughs> I hate this. I, love it so I start much. getting sweaty and like anxious and it's just not it's not a good time for myself um um yep um um Clarice makes up the news Kenobi started filming today that that is true yep and um uh we have confirmed reports that um Sir Ian McKellen is on the set we don't know what his role is in Star Wars, but um, we're excited to find out. What do you think it's going to be? Who do you think it's Sir not Ian McKellen is? I know. I don't know why I'm laughing so hard, because it's not even like a I'm joke. You just said that someone was in a show, that yeah. Ian McKellen isn't going to be in a movie. As far as we know. <laughs> It shouldn't be funny because it's just like the laziest one you've done yet. No, the actual like the actual like news part of it is that um uh oh there's more yeah there, there's more I'm um it's 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 developing in my head um so so it it turned out that um the Ian McKellen on set was an imposter and they later found Ian McKellen um in uh, Patrick Stewart's basement. It was a practical joke. What? <laughs> They're really good friends. Yeah, why is he in his basement? Because why is there an imposter? <laughs> it was a practical joke based on the popular show Among or not show game Among Us. <laughs> but what's the joke? Um, and uh, Ian McKellen is not pressing charges against his friend Patrick Stewart, <coughs> thankfully. 
Um, the two have reconciled, and um, Ian McKellen is back on set for Kenobi tomorrow. <laughs> oh, wait, so he is going to be in the movie. <laughs> yeah, this is all fake. <laughs> I can say whatever I want. Wait, wait, but I'm so confused. So, Ian McKellen is supposed to be in Kenobi, Yeah. but Patrick Stewart kidnapped him, put him in his basement, and then sent an <laughs> imposter to the Kenobi set? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he showed up for work, and people were Was like, the imposter... Patrick Stewart? No, no. It was like a lookalike of Ian McKellen, but then the makeup artist started doing his makeup. And it, and then realized it was like Miss Doubtfire style where he had like a fake face on. Um, and so the makeup artist noticed and alerted the uh, authorities. And um... Oh my god. <laughs> and that's the news. You're welcome. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, yeah, see... The, this segment is so insane. <laughs> once I get it started, like, it kind of, oh, like, snowballs. W- once you're rolling, you are you are rollerblading. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. All right, y'all, that's our show. That was also not true. Uh, I just need to be very... We need to be clear about that for the integrity of Nerdy Nightly. That was all um, the insanity of a sleep-deprived mind. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Apparently, um, I have a great aunt who's a Charlie Chaplin and Michael Jackson impersonator. That is not making up the news. That is real news, apparently. (laughs) All right. I didn't know. I just found out. And on that note. And on that note, y'all, we are the Nerdy Nightly. And we get Nerdy Nightly. And we do that in different places on the internet. Sometimes that is here on Twitch, yeah. twitch.tv slash Nerdy Nightly. Mm-hmm. If you're watching this show on YouTube or listening to it on our podcast feed, you can catch it live, be a part of our chat mm-hmm. every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern, twitch.tv slash Nerdy Nightly. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to see some game streams, you can watch them here or over on twitch.tv slash... Clara Stracaris. Claru. That's the one. I got new emotes. So if you haven't checked them out, please do because they are... <clears throat> Sexy. Amazing. Just, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. Little thirst traps. Um, just trying to make you laugh. <laughs> um, y'all, I am going to be continuing my Nuzlocks this week. I'm also going to start a Red Dead Redemption 2 playthrough on Wednesday night, which I'm very excited about. And you're going to be playing some Skyrim. Yeah. I'm streaming later today, Skyrim, uh, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And um, I think Wednesday I'll be back with some more Hades because I'm obsessed. Dope, yeah. as always. Uh, y'all, we love you. Mm-hmm. We true. get nerdy nightly. My name's David Webb. I'm Marielle Edward. Do something nerdy tonight. What happened at the end here? We lost it. We lost it. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.